Hello and welcome to this latest CN podcast. I'm Anthony Myers. In this episode, I talk to Nate Saal, founder of Coco Terra, an all-in-one tabletop chocolate making machine that can produce real chocolate from conching to cooling in two hours with the help of a digital recipe and guidance app. With the company already taking pre-orders, Nate guides us through the idea, innovation and development of his invention that taps right into the current home baking trend. Take a listen. My first question is, you know, when Confection News last spoke to you back in September 2019, uh, Coco Terra, the company, uh, yeah, I believe you were really getting ready to launch. So what's the latest you can tell us now about the company? Sure. Uh, so at that time, we had actually um, developed, I think, our uh, one of our prototype systems. Um, we uh, we continued to develop that over the over the past um, uh, year plus, um, and put out developed an, yet another I would call now pre-production system. And so that was really you know being able to do what we call DFM right design for manufacture, thinking about assembly processes, starting to engage with the manufacturers. Um, that takes time. Obviously, coronavirus uh, jumped in, in, into the mix as well, which always sort of lengthens timelines a little bit, but um, um, made really good progress on the, on the hardware side uh, with our pre-production system now. And I think the biggest news is uh, that we started taking pre-orders. And so now people uh, can actually um, uh, order a system and be in the queue to be one of the first to be able to make chocolate uh, at home. Great. Um, I don't want to make light of COVID and the pandemic and the seriousness of it, but obviously it changed people's um, lifestyle lifestyles and the way they kind of consume chocolate. And obviously, you weren't to know. No one was was meant to know about was 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 going to know about the you know the COVID uh, situation and the pandemic and the um, and the fallout from it. But uh, looking back now, do you think this could have been a a missed opportunity for you guys because there was such a big emphasis and probably still is now on home baking wasn't there so maybe yeah. maybe now with perceptions of change maybe maybe this is the right time for you to to launch right right yeah you know what i i i go back and forth on whether this was a huge opportunity or uh, uh or we dodged a bullet yeah um in, in some sense you know yes um the the purchase of Bread makers, uh, bread, uh, ice cream makers, and other appliances yes. really, you know, skyrocketed yes. as people were sort of at home, not only just wanting to cook and make, but also thinking more about health and wellness. And now they have time to really think about where their food's coming from, what they're putting in their body, and and he- eating healthy. Um, so, right, good for you foods and good for you chocolate. Um, but at the same time. Right. There are huge issues around trying to, you know, launch and deal with supply chain and manufacturing and team and collaboration in a pandemic. And so, you know, part of me felt like, oh, man, like, you know, this could have killed us. And part of me says this could have been an incredible opportunity. Uh, But the opportunity is still there. I think the passion that that and the the fallout of the pandemic lifestyle that people have been living, I think will extend um, beyond. I think people are now going to want, you know, social experiences. I, uh, so here's a great opportunity to get together, have a dinner party and make a fresh batch of chocolate. I think this idea of health consciousness is going to stick with people. The idea of cooking um, and making and understanding where your ingredients come from is going to continue. And then you layer on top of that, this sort of 
you know, understanding of the world and sustainability and ethical chocolates and being able to select ingredients that match your value system, I think all that will persist. I think so as well. I think, you know, it, it is, it's, um, it's, the, it's, it's a change. There's been a huge shift in, uh, well, we'll talk about the healthy side of chocolate um, a little bit later, because I know you, you are working in, in that area as well, which will, which fits into the, the, the psyche at the moment for, for consumers want healthy indulgence. Um, but I'd just like to really remind listeners about uh, what Coco Terra is. And um, basically, it's you are simplifying chocolate making process, which is quite complicated. So con- consumers can make their own chocolate at home from nib to conching to cooling. Is that, is that correct? Is that- right. So we're starting with four basic ingredients, which is cocoa nibs, cocoa butter, milk powder, and sugar, which are the four ingredients really you need to make any chocolate. So white, milk, dark. And then we're transforming those ingredients by going through the traditional chocolate making process. So that's grinding, refining, conching, tempering, molding, cooling um, in a single appliance. And that's really, I think, the, the innovation and the uniqueness of this product is Typically, one, there, there are few chocolate-specific appliances that exist in the world. And to go through this process and cobble together sort of a you know, home version of an industrial chocolate-making process is uh, expensive, time-consuming, messy. Right? We've taken something that's 24, 48 hours and turned it into a two-hour process. So when you start cooking dinner, by dessert time, you have a fresh batch of chocolate. And in terms of ingredients, um, how can consumers source them? Where, where you, can they buy a bar of chocolate from the store, put it in, or are you, are you, are you marketing your own um, type of chocolate to go with Yeah, them? no, it's a great question. So one of the challenges of chocolate making, and the reason I think it hasn't been more popular in terms of uh, making in the home, well, one is, as you mentioned, it's a fairly complex process with a, a steep learning curve to make really good quality chocolate, but the raw ingredients are not available, uh, easily accessible. So if you wanna make ice cream, you wanna make bread, you go to the supermarket and you buy flour, you buy milk, you buy cream, et cetera. But to get single origin, you know, roasted nibs, to get cocoa butter, full fat, milk powder, it's not as simple. Um, And so what's nice is the existing supply chain is there. And what we're gonna do is tap into those, those people along that supply chain, and that can be from chocolate makers to importers to the farmers themselves and make those ingredients accessible to to our users. So yes, that you need to be able to have all those ingredients available. And then we have recipes that are paired with those ingredients. So when you wanna be successful and you know you don't know much or don't know anything about chocolate making, literally you can get the ingredients, follow the recipe, the machine will guide you through the process. But as you become more expert, you start learning, okay, well, now I understand what, how this works and what this does. You can actually start using that expertise and those learnings to start tweaking and tuning and, and changing parameters. But it's about really customization, personalization, making something that you can't just go and buy, whether it's because of you know, a particular flavor profile, particular percentage, particular inclusions, um, a particular design that you want to make or a shape. Um, really, we want to expose all of that and allow people to experiment and create and, and, and invent chocolate. 
great. Well, that, it, it sounds fascinating. Um, on the on the tech side as well, Nate. I mean, it's a. I've had a quick look at your updated website, seen the machine. It looks like a beautiful, beautifully designed, obviously functional uh, consumer appliance that will sit beautifully on any kind of kitchen kitchen environment, kitchen uh, space. Um, but I understand you have, of course, coming from San Francisco, you have an app as well to go with this, um, with, with the machine. So what, what what's the relationship there between the app and the machine? What does that do? Sure. So uh, first of all, the machine stands alone and can make chocolate. Uh, the app is not required. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that you aren't going to be able to do on the machine, at least not easily. For example, if you want to shop for ingredients, you want to navigate a large collection of recipes that we make available. If you want to create your own recipe, um, you're not typically going to do that on the screen on that machine. You're going to do that either from your computer, your laptop, a tablet, or a mobile device. Um, if you want to manage what's happening on that machine, the nice thing about the process is that you actually don't have to hover. It's a two-hour process, but literally you can keep the interaction, the hands-on, to about five minutes if you wanted. That means that you can now roam around your house, you can cook dinner, you can go for a jog, you can do the laundry, you can read a book. And if you have the app, obviously you can see what's happening on your machine. So the machine is a connected appliance and you have the option of using this app to really extend the functionality of, of what the machine can do. Okay, um, and I understand you've already been receiving inquiries from, from consumers. Um, you know, does the machine Coco Terra, does it make sugar-free chocolate, vegan chocolate, you know? It, it's not restricted, is it, to the, 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 the standard chocolate bar? The answer is yes, I take it. Exactly right. Yeah, that's one of the wonderful things about this is, I mean, literally with those four ingredients, you can make, right, hundreds, thousands of, of recipes, but then you start, you know, there's a second layer, which is just, okay, well, do I want a, a different sugar? Do I want no sugar? Do I want sugar substitutes? Do I want, you know, single origin beans? Do I want a blend of beans? Do I want milk powder? Or do I want, you know, that's dairy? Or do I want oat milk or rice milk powder? So the consumer now has the flexibility to really customize the chocolate to meet their dietary or health um, needs. And so that can be keto-friendly, vegan, um, dairy-free, um, lactose-free, et cetera. Okay. And I guess you, you can't control what people put in the machine, but I guess with your own branded um, ingredients, I guess that's all going to be sustainably sourced all you know, from, from uh, reputable suppliers, the supply chain, transparency, all of that, I guess. Right. And so, so as you suggested, it is an open system, meaning we don't require pods. We don't, there isn't a proprietary ingredient system that you're, we force you to, to purchase from us. So that means that if you go traveling and you end up in the Dominican Republic and or Mexico or somewhere else, you can, you, you know, buy a bag of beans and you can go through the process of roasting them and deshelling them. Remember, the starting input for us, and we've modeled this after the coffee experience, right? Most people are buying roasted coffee beans and putting them into a machine. And the same with us. We're starting with roasted cocoa nibs, which are broken up pieces of the roasted bean. Typically, if you go and you, you're finding cacao somewhere, cocoa beans, um, it's in the form of whole beans. And so you actually, there's a little bit of work to, to get it to um, pour into our system. And then you have the fun of developing a recipe and really figuring out what is it you want? How much, you know, how do I work with these particular beans? Um, and so that's sort of the, the, the novelty of, of the system. But yes, um, it is open and 
our, our goal is to really provide ingredients that match the value system of, of our consumers. And so if you're, if in, you know, organic is important, um, fair trade is important, ethically harvest is, is critical, um, then we have all that available to our consumers. Wow. Um, it's, it sounds like a true innovation. I, I, I remember reading Christine's uh, article and I thought, wow, this is this is really something. And I'm glad, you know, I, as you say, it takes this a long process getting something like this off the ground, ready to market. Um, for listeners um, who are interested in one of these machines, so what's can you give us a price guideline? Um, I think you're taking pre-orders now. When do you expect it to be available? If if you can give any of that information at this stage. Sure. So yes, we are we are taking pre-orders at the moment. If they go to our website, which is cocoterra.com, C-O-C-O-T-E-R-R-A.com, um, they can uh, they can pre-order. Um, uh, it's a uh, you know delivery will be early next year, um, probably springtime next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the price point right now, we have an early bird special, so um, there will be. You know, we're selling in batches, so the yeah. pricing um, will change. So right now, it's a $7.99. Um, early bird pricing and for uh, a little bit longer i think we have free shipping available there as well so i encourage people to to go over and, and get in the queue if this is something that that they're interested in doing and with their family and friends and um that's the yeah now's the time and this is available only online from your website at that's the moment. right is that, is that going to be permanently or will you be will they be in your machines will be in stores or is that something further down the line conversation? Yeah, further down the line. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, as you look at most appliance categories, right, they'll typically companies will start direct. And then obviously, when you want to scale, um, you, you know, obviously, you go through retail. Okay. And how close are you? Are you, are you there? You're taking pre-orders. So you miss pretty confident now you've 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 tweaked the machine it's pretty much ready to to go yeah so so the design we're very happy with the with the design we have right now i think you you saw it and i appreciate the compliments on that we we spent a lot of time making sure it looks good that's a showpiece that people would be happy to to put on their counter um obviously you know it breaks apart and easily stores which is nice as well yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're uh, we're very excited uh, and pushing into production now. So great. And I, I presume you've been using one of your early models at home. I do. I, I've I've since the since the first model, which was really a, I would say you know the size of a an office chair and weighed probably about eighty pounds. I've been making chocolate at home. Uh, it was a little bit more hands on then. Now it's you know completely automated, which really simplifies the process. Um, but, uh, yeah, been, um, been excited. Great. And how long, uh, this, how long have, since you've had the idea, how long have you been working on, on this project, mate? Uh, so we, uh, incorporated in 2016. So that was really, um, we had the sort of the proof of concept at that point. And that was when we decided, okay, you know what, this thing has legs. Um, it, it's possible. And it, it, really the first question was, is it even possible to do this? Can we unify what what typically are disparate steps with dis- disparate pieces of equipment into a single unified countertop form factor that does you know bean to bar in a few hours which was the goal and and i wasn't sure when when i sort of started the initial uh, research um so yeah and and you know it again it 
it's it's hardware and it's more again what we're providing is not just a piece of hardware it's really a chocolate making experience and that means the ingredient side the recipes the the hardware the algorithms that really control that process the software the you know we want to make it easy for people to mold decorate and and give uh, give this away as gifts too and by the way I, if for those who um, know what a transfer sheet is, and I'll explain it quickly, if you go into a, a nice truffle shop, typically they have these chocolates with these beautiful decorations, multicolored decorations on top. Um, and that's colored cocoa butter that's on a thin film. And those actually work in our machine as well. So if you want a sports team themed wow. chocolate, if you want, you know, happy birthday, uh, Nate. Um, I can get that and get that made and and really customize and personalize again something that you just you can't get in the in the store. Wow, I've I've just been thinking, and it is quite an incredible invention because I've I've been to chocolate factories. I've seen chocolate. I've worked in a chocolate factory as a student in uh, York in England, the the Round Trees, which is now Nestle. Right. So you know, these were like five-story highs, you know, different. the whole process was uh, incredibly complex. Uh, so I've seen chocolate made at scale, and even I've seen the small artisan independent um, cocoa chocolate works, you know, and even that is, it's, it's a pretty big operation, even on a small scale. So to reduce this down to one machine that sits on top of your kitchen tabletop, is quite quite an incredible achievement so um, well done on that thank say. you and and I, i'll jump in there and just make a comment which is we've talked to a lot of these chocolate makers mm. and both industrial and craft and other and the and the first comment that we typically get from people is no way it's not possible uh, it's fine you you can say you're making chocolate but whatever it is that you say you're making is not really good chocolate or not quality chocolate or it's going to be gritty um, and we've uh, been able to successfully convince through tastings, we've gotten ingredients from different companies and made it chocolate and, you know, done side by side and tasting events. Um, and we, we've opened up their eyes. And what, what the, the, the interesting thing is that they see chocolate making from their perspective, from their world, from the equipment that they use and the physics that applies to their system. And in some sense, they, they have blinders on a little bit. And, and what's interesting is what we do is different. The physics of what we're doing, the, you know, the scale that we're doing it, this is personal chocolate making, right? It's, it's, it's half a pound, we'll call it three to four bars of chocolate. And when you start working with that volume, with a machine um, and that form factor, the physics is a little bit different, right? Volumes and, and, and surface areas and, and all that changes. The ability to heat and cool is different. And uh, so we've, we've, we've been able to convince the skeptics <laughs> who come at this saying, you know what, whatever they're doing, it's not gonna be good chocolate. And, and we've affirmed through, you know, meeting with and doing tastings with really the world's best chocolate makers and chefs and others that this makes premium chocolate. Wow. 
And you say pre-orders for what, eight hundred dollars a machine? Is that That's right, right. seven ninety nine right now. That sounds like a bargain to me. I would urge anybody who's interested to go ahead and go online. Yeah, and check this out. Right, it, it's for people who who've done this and they know what the equipment's requirements yeah. are, what you have to buy for each step of the process. They say this is a bargain now. I, I agree. I 100% understand that a lot of the consumers will look at this and say, God, that's super expensive. It's really, the machine is complicated. It's multi-step, it's multi-function. Our goal over time, obviously, is to be able to get the price down. But as a first release, initial, um, you know, yeah. early adopter, um, it, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's these, Complex new appliance, new categories always start at a higher price point until they work themselves down over time. And, and we're no different. We, we can't change the, the economics of, of manufacturing. But it's a great, it's a great entry price. And uh, Nate, I, I wish you well, and I hope you, your sleepless nights are over, or maybe there's more, more to go <laughs> now up until um, launch date. But um, please keep in touch. Um, let us know, and we'll keep an eye out. And... Um, you know, will you be will you be exhibiting at trade shows and various things like that? So yeah, you know, we are really see you when when everything's right. back to normal. Um, that's right. We're really excited. We're hearing that uh, some of the chocolate events are coming back in person. Uh, yes. So Northwest Chocolate Festival, I think Salon de Chocolat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've been there and and we we'll plan to be there. So we'd love uh, people to stop by, say hello, see the machine in action, and uh, and take a taste. I uh, will seek you out if um, if we meet at one of these shows or if I'm ever in San Francisco again. But Nate, it's been lovely chatting with you. A fascinating invention. We wish you well with it. And um, we look forward to an update whenever, next year, when, whenever you feel like you, know, you have some news to tell us, please get in touch because we'll keep an eye on this because it sounds wonderful. So thank you very much. Much appreciated. Everybody go out there and make chocolate.